Hi, and welcome to the Great Data Minds podcast series. Today, we're excited to be joined by David Napoli, an expert in the area of data visualization, data storytelling, and data dexterity. Hi, David. Thanks for joining us today. Hi, Julie. I certainly appreciate uh, having the time on here. So before we get started with the questions, let me um, give you some time to tell the audience about your background and the work that you're doing now. Sure. So I definitely had a little uh, different type of journey into uh, data analytics and visualization. Um, but I've been within that space now for kind of close to 25 years. Most of it has been within the healthcare space, but I've handled everything within that uh, data management soup to nuts realm. So from sourcing data into organizations, building data warehouses, uh, establishing um, decision support, business intelligence, analytics teams, getting them set together, establishing then roadmaps for organizations on how they're going to uh, up their game within analytics and visualization, um, establishing then you know data literacy efforts, which we'll talk about here in a little bit, all the way through to uh, presenting predictive modeling, advanced analytics, and visualization, be it standard reports, all the way up through building out dashboards and establishing tools and resources then to continue that growth in showing and telling the story of data. Great. I know you're excited um, and always talking about data dexterity. So start us, tell us about the origin, what it's all about, what's the message you're trying to get across to organizations? Yeah, so this is just something that's kind of just piqued my own interest. It's not really out there anywhere, and, and nor is it really something that's really new, or it's what it's really culminating is one of the aspects that Anyone that's been involved with me over the years within analytics or on some of my teams has heard me utter kind of the phrase of and not or. And this is really what data dexterity is about. So data literacy efforts have been coming up in the last year or so, and you see them blossoming as they absolutely need to and should. But that's only one component of it. Data governance efforts have been around for years, and they ebb and flow in organizations. Some more advanced than others. Others don't aren't even aware of data governance. That's yet another component of it. Data ethics, we hear about that a lot more recently for one reason or another, and we can put those potential reasoning discussions aside. That could be a whole other episode in and of itself. But data ethics has been around for actually a lot longer than people may assume. That's yet another component of it. And then obviously we've already referred to, you know, kind of the data visualization piece. That's the component of literacy that comes into play. And then another element, whom are we telling the story of? It is really once you dig down to it, every aspect of it, of what the data is, of what the algorithms and methods that you apply, it's all about the human element. So that data humanism, that's what data dexterity is. It is now encompassing all of those pieces, all in aggregate, all in concurrence as they should be. So the efforts in and of themselves that have started, some data literacy efforts that are out there, it's great, but it's just one piece of it. There's other components that need to be kind of encapsulated within that entire discussion and effort all at once to really get at the true success that we need within this data analytics community. So, David, why is this necessary over and above a data literacy program? Exactly. So data literacy, that's I said, extremely important. Those efforts need to continue, but there's other elements that need to be encapsulated along with those discussions and along with the efforts to 
really kind of activate that analytics community across those key components that really need to be put in place. So literacy efforts, you know, focusing kind of on that critical thinking, this critical and creative thinking that needs to be encapsulated within that. Literacy does great to kind of give everyone that foundation of how to consume data and ask critical questions of it. But there's additional support that needs to be put in place, that disciplinary expertise that really needs to be continuously built within it. Um, that's going to be structured then kind of coupling with those data governance efforts. Um, interdisciplinary collaboration really needs to come into play and un understanding all those points of view, transparency of efforts, sharing of knowledge and growth that really needs to get put in place. Data Dexterity really um, also helps uh, encapsulate and push forward just how communication intensive data analytics and related efforts really need to be. And it's that focusing on whom you're doing it for, what's the point of this, why is it important to them, and showing whom it is about, that data humanism element that really needs to be pushed forward. All of those things kind of need to be brought together. That's as I said, data literacy is one component of it, absolutely required. There's more to that story that needs to be told and covered there. And then woven through all of those elements is the data ethics piece. That's what's really going to ensure that everyone is focused on that right direction. All of those elements are captured and encapsulated and ensure that you know unjust biases are always identified and fleshed out because everyone has that at the forefront of their mind every step of the way. You know, this this kind of one example of it. You know, um, we're seeing more and more about humanizing data out there on the web. Um, but tell me this, what is the long-term impact of a cohesive data dexterity program? Yeah, there's lots of positives that actually obviously outcome from these type of efforts. Just reduction in risks overall to an organization in the myriad of ways that, that it's really going to come up. Reduction in potential harms. This is obviously a especially paramount within um, an industry that I've been focused on for the last couple decades within healthcare. I mean, there's obvious reasons for that, that these data dexterity efforts are going to ensure that you're not doing unintended harms to individuals, as well as being able to flesh out those underlying concerns and drivers, potentially, you know, health status, health issues with individuals, and it brings those up to the forefront and you're handling them in that proper way with the human element in mind, with data ethics in mind as well. So you're ensuring that proper approach of individuals' data. It also is going to help kind of eliminate that spread of disinformation, both you know within the organization as well as across organizations as they work and collaborate together and ensure there's that trust that gets built all across the way. And that's especially going to be driven home from the data governance piece and allowing stewardship then of individuals' data to be brought up to the forefront of discussions. Uh, it's going to increase that transparency too, as well. You're going to be transparent in your efforts and approaches of how you're doing things. So everyone kind of understands, oh, I, I understand why you made that decision. Or I understand what assumptions you have made along the way. And that makes sense. And I can agree with, hey, this may not give us the complete picture, but perhaps this will get us directionally set. We can work on improving it, the most important piece, together for that. And the last kind of component that data dexterity is really going to help from the long-term perspective, it's going to help educate the public. 
all those components, again, that transparency piece of it, the governance of it, ensuring a trust gets built, you're going to be able to all along the way inform individuals more and more so they become more activated along with whatever effort you're trying to work along with them. Yeah, you know, in the forefront, are, especially right now with our political situation in the States globally, we're seeing a lot of visualizations um, put out there as far as from polls, et cetera, and understanding what's behind that data is so key. So this isn't just for organizations, but, you know, for um, the media, the press, making sure that what they are presenting out there is proven and understood. But as an organization, this is so important, but what is what exists out there right now to help organizations get started with um, strong dexterity programs? Yes. So there isn't a kind of a boilerplate template for a roadmap around this. And we can discuss it. Every organization is going to be a bit different, which is one of the use cases that I'm trying to get out there is to be able to start these discussions with these organizations and put together and develop these type of roadmaps. And multiple maturity models are really needed and necessary for each of kind of those components that make up data dexterity. But as I alluded to, as I said, this isn't something that's new. So for each of those components, there are obviously things that exist that are already out there that can help organizations kind of get familiar with where they're going to need to go within this kind of data dexterity journey. Why well, I alluded to before around data ethics, and I said that piece is not new. Computer Ethics Institute uh, put out it's called the Ten Commandments of Data Ethics. Okay, you can put aside kind of the religious connotations for how they named it, but it's intent out there of developing here are how we should approach not only the data, but the methods that we apply to questions, hypotheses, meaningful efforts for organizations. Th those guidelines are already there and have been available since 1992. I've spoken to a couple of organizations presented on this kind of topic before. I've yet to come across an individual that was aware that it even existed. That's one potential resource that's out there. There's an ethics and data science um, book. It's actually freely available, published by, I think, O'Reilly, that also provides kind of guidance within that data ethics effort. There is a blog that was put together that lists all... It's encapsulating most, it doesn't have every single one, but it's kind of growing by essentially the day of all of the academic curricula around data ethics that's available out there. And it just, again, this is that transparency piece of here is what is out there that everyone has available. Let's kind of all come together and ensure that this is paramount to everyone. We're encapsulating, weaving this into all of those pieces. Data visualization, there are tons and tons of pieces. I mean, I could start rattling off names here that you have Stephanie Evergreen, you have Alberto Cairo efforts. I'm going to leave out tons of people. I know I would. I can go on for the next 20 odd minutes on that. There are tons of pieces in there, books that are available on how charts lie, which is just coming out well, just basically this week that it just finally came out. And it really help with that um, numeracy and graphicacy effort of ensuring people know how to read charts truthfully and, and obviously and how to develop them truthfully as well. Yeah, we, um, we're excited. Mm -hmm. um, David helped Great Data Minds um, bring Alberto Cairo to town 
in Denver. So we're, he's going to be visiting us in February of next year. And David's going to be the moderator for the event. So we're really excited. I want to thank you for um, planting that idea in our heads and uh, helping us make it happen. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm very much looking forward to that event. Hopefully everyone will be able to join around here. Yeah, I'm excited too. Let's end the podcast by saying, give us some easy steps for clients to get started, for organizations to get started with a um, data dexterity program. So I think the, the biggest piece is, so I know everyone's kind of familiar. There's data analytics maturity models. You can kind of Google that and come up with them. Again, that's just one component of it. So organizations really kind of need to start assessing where they're at but not just, you know, a data literacy maturity model or analytics maturity model. You need to also look at a data governance maturity model and where we are with that. A data ethics maturity model, where we are with that. Data humanism effort, assess that from a maturity model perspective as well. And essentially lay out those steps of how we are going to progress and then right along with it, how do we measure our progress along in each of those steps. And if they're not absolutely familiar with what needs to go into each of those elements, well, I could certainly be one person that could help them along along that way in developing those kind of maturity models and assessment methods on each of those pieces. And with those assessments, they need to ensure that they're covering, you know, not just from a, a technology perspective in it, but obviously also a process perspective needs to be assessed and a people perspective as well as a, I'm going to label it as a structure perspective, how the organization itself is structured. You know, some people will obviously probably call that uh, a company culture, but it's more of a kind of a structure of an organization that really needs to be assessed for that as well. That will be the foundation to get started, as well as then starting to reach out and consume some of those books that are available and resources, elements that I already kind of just lost on there's more that are out there within that space but that'll help them get familiar with how do i pull all of these elements together what what does it entail great well listen i want to thank you so much you are doing so much with us over at great data minds and we appreciate all your efforts i want to mention um to the audience that you have some great workshops that can be found at great data minds under thought leadership under workshops um and uh david has put those together and presenting them uh, at one of the local educational uh, sources here in the Denver area on a regular basis. Uh, in that industry, David, where you're doing that work? Yes, exactly. Great. And um, as he mentioned earlier, he does have advisory services around data visualization, storytelling, and dexterity. So if you're interested in um, speaking with David, please reach out to us at info at Great Data Minds. If you would like to join us and learn more about our podcast and other great content, please follow us at Great Data Minds at LinkedIn. And um, once again, thank you, David. Um, please join us again next year. I know that we're putting together a data dexterity workshop that we should be announcing right around the time that um, Alberto Cairo is in town that you'll be hosting. Exactly. No, I greatly appreciate this time. And it's been an absolute pleasure to speak about this topic. Certainly love great. doing so. Yep. Great. Thanks so much. And I just want to do a shout out to Lord X for the music in our podcast. Thanks for letting us use that. And everyone have a great day. Bye.